Welcome to the All or Nothing Podcast, where we bring to you companies and CEOs that are changing the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballone. Now, being born and raised in America, I've been fed that America is the number one country in the world. But as our debt continues to grow and our government continues to argue about things like climate change, other countries have been growing like crazy and they're investing in their future. Countries like China, Botswana, and Russia are looking at the next hundred years and are building infrastructure for the future. While here in America, we're focusing on the past hundred years. We're trying to invest in coal and a wall. Now, out of all the emerging markets out there, India is definitely one of the most interesting countries. They have over a billion people and currently have one of the youngest populations around the world. Those two factors alone put them in position to challenge for that number one spot. That's why I'm excited to have our next guest on the show because she's coming straight out of India and she's an example of an entrepreneur that is looking into the future and has created a platform that teaches students how to build robots. If that's not cool enough, she's developed a robot sports league that one day may rival sports leagues of today. So let's welcome our next guest, the founder and CEO of RoboVR, Supriya Rathi Bagdi. How are you today? Hey, Roger. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on. So you and your team at RoboVR are really changing the future of robotics and sports in India. Your team is building a community, educating that community, and hosting a sports competition where robots play against other robots. So tell us, what sparked this idea of RoboVR? Okay, great. So yeah, RoboVR was founded uh, with, uh, with a mission to combine my two passions together. So I'm a state level basketball player and uh, I've done my master's in intelligent robotics from UK, uh, which was an, uh, another of my passions. So I wanted to somehow combine these two passions together and uh, get something really great out of it. So that's born the, robot, the idea of robot sports. So yeah, you know, given the importance of sports and its values it brings in one's life and how the future of the world is robotics. So we could not find a much better way uh, to transform the, these two future, these two captivating fields of robotics and sports and build robot sports. So that's how robot sports was born, RoboVR was born. Can you tell us more about robot sports and the concept? Uh, sure. Uh, of course, we wanted to make robotics interesting to students and people in general. And we wanted to do that in the most fun, entertaining and educating and futuristic way all together. So that's how uh, we came up with robot uh, sports. And, uh, you know, while building these kind of robots, students learn uh, about, about various robotic fields like AI, artificial intelligence, machine, machine vision, which is like camera imaging, uh, image processing. And uh, they learn how to make the humanoid robots. And uh, along with that, they even learn how to uh, play around with microprocessors, with sensors, with wireless communication model, modules and everything. So yeah, I, uh, that's, how, that's why robot sports is such a great way to learn these skills in their college and school life, and then go ahead and implement these skills in their future, in their career, while they're solving uh, real life problems. That's what, that's what we are start, trying to start in here in India, and then slowly expand globally. When I was a kid, 15 to 20 years ago, 
it would have been crazy to think that there would be video game leagues where gamers can compete and make millions of dollars. But today, people are doing it, and the esports industry is growing really fast. Now, what you're doing with robot sports has some similarities in the sense where people are competing in the sport, but they aren't actually physically participating. Right. So, what are some challenges and opportunities you see growing robot sports? Perfect. So, uh, so that's what we are doing. Like for students and uh, you know, school students and college students, they are building these robots. But what's there in store for people who don't know how to build these robots or don't really care how to build these robots, but just want to come and play with them? You know, if you want to get into boxing, but you don't want yourself to get into it, but you can represent it yourself with a robot. So that's what we're trying to do. We are building our own in-house robots. We have about 12 sports already, you know, including boxing and cycling, uh, sorry, boxing and cricket and cheerleader and all these tug of war kind of robots. Uh, so, and we are hoping that we've just started. So we are hoping that in next 10 years, our robot size and our robots mechanisms will also increase. And by the year, uh, say 2050, they'll be human-sized robots. They'll be playing in human-sized uh, arenas as well. So that's what our aim is. And not only the people who will uh, build these robots, but people who don't want to build these robots, but just play with them. So we have robots for them as well. Your team also hosts different workshops where you bring together industry leaders in robotics to teach students how to build robots. How long is the workshop and what do you guys focus on in order to give students the skills they need to build a robot? Okay, so the workshops uh, usually last for two days. For the first day, we uh, try to teach them all these skills. Uh, you know, uh, if, if it's a, uh, suppose it's a robot for bowling, like a camera is installed where they can detect the pins and then accordingly uh, angle them, angle themselves uh, to shoot the pins with the ball they are, they are carrying. Uh, so that is what we do in the first day of the workshops. And in the second day, we host a competition where all the uh, students who have uh, learned these robots, they come and then they compete against each other uh, with the robots they've built. And what they can do is, like this year, they've learned the robot and they've competed. So next year, again, in the same competition, they can improve their robots. They can automize them even way better than what they had did last year and then come again much more prepared uh, for the competition. So that's what we're aiming for. Every year, it will just be refining and it will just uh, keep you know, we'll just keep optimizing and increasing the level of complexity in a robot. Technology like AI and sensors will revolutionize every industry over the next decade. Why do you think it's important that India is at the forefront of this trend? Right. So, uh, as you said rightly earlier, that uh, India has the second most largest population. So it's very important to, you know, uh, channelize the... Uh, channelize their careers uh, in a very right way so that we get the best out of so many people who are passing out uh, engineering and um, we can actually use the uh, the, um, the population to our advantage so yeah that's why and technology is the next big thing and it will be the, a part of everyone's life uh, it will be a priority in everyone's life ahead so that's why it's very important that uh, indians uh, you know start developing their robotics or technology skills uh, to build even much better companies uh, of tomorrow. You obviously see a ton of possibilities with robotics technology. 
What are some things that you see in the world of robots and robot sports that most people don't see yet? Robot sports can go to an amazing level. And uh, the, cra the, the craze of people watching these robot sports is also increasing. We have seen it over the years. We have seen it last year and we are even seeing it this year. So I think that if there's there, if there'll be a match of robot two robots boxing, we will definitely have a very great uh, amount of people interested to watch these kinds of sports and even you know go on for betting and all of these things. So the future of this uh, robot sports is crazy. Uh, we are even uh, trying to uh, you know build up a drone Quidditch, which is like uh, you know the Quidditch from Harry Potter movie, but we are do trying to doing with drones and uh, balls and everything. So we are even trying to make up uh, new sports, but all related to technology. So definitely the future of robot sports is crazy, not only from the point of view of education, but uh, also from the point of view uh, of you know where the technology is going and heading as of now, where everything will be done by robots. Supriya, that was a great interview. I definitely look forward to seeing you take robot sports to another level. Is there anything else you want to tell our audience before you go? Uh, so, of course, we want to uh, really build up these robot sports and uh, make it to the uh, global level where uh, we one day, I, I as in RoboVR, uh, we aim to see the Olympics of robots coming into picture where we have um, hundreds of sports all for robots and all played against uh, all played by robots against uh, other robots. So that's what our aim is. And, uh, and we see that coming up because we already see the excitement here in India. And now that we'll be go expanding and going global next year. I want to thank Supriya Bagdi for being on the show. And if you want to hear more interviews like this, make sure you follow the All or Nothing podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and SoundCloud. That's a wrap for this episode of the All or Nothing podcast, where we bring to you companies and CEOs that are changing the game. And I'm your host, Rodrigo Ballon.